Yeah, kick us off, Nick, as you see it from where you see it, 2023 winning content creation and social media strategy. What do you think are some 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 absolute needs going into this year? Um, understanding the buckets. And what I mean by that is what are your three, four core topics that you're going to be talking about this quarter? I'm not even going to go too far as far as the year, but from the quarter, what are your three to four things you want to talk about or two to three, right? Because one, we have to have clear messaging and you don't want to go too much outside of those, those three buckets, right? Then when we're looking at that, one, how do we create the content that keeps us natural, right? Even though we may be talking about different topics, we still want to be able to create in those topics in a very consistent way, right? So what is those uh, one or two ways we create content on a consistent basis that comes natural to us, right? And then of course, uh, figuring out the style that makes us stand out, right? And this is where some of the research comes in. This is where I'm gonna say who's, uh, you know, look at the, the thought leaders, L look at some of the people who've been doing it and figuring out the foundation of what they do, kind of their style, format, that whole nine. But then what can I add to make me stand out, right? Not necessarily what can I talk about, but how maybe the tone, maybe the frequency, maybe um, the way I they do uh, quotes I'm doing short form videos. They do long form videos, I do short form. They do short form videos, I do long form. Um, what is the gap as far as from a content side that is really waiting, the, there's an audience that's waiting for that to be fulfilled. So you're looking at what are my two to four buckets that I'm, that I'm speaking on, that I'm showing about, that I'm showing true experience, expertise, uh, knowledge, behind the scenes kind of vibes, right? What is the content, the one to two or maybe three ways to create content on a consistent basis based off those topics? And then what am I doing to figure out my style? Am I looking at what's happening inside of my market, inside of my industry? and figuring out what is working, do I have the foundation, but then am I looking outside of my market and seeing some of the styles that has been working there, some of the, the viral moments they've had, whether from a video standpoint, photo standpoint, written standpoint, like what has been working there and what can I add to my stuff? Is it maybe just the hooks? Is it maybe the pictures the the filter is it a certain font style that seems to be working am i doing my research and how can i go from planning to creating to uh executing aka distribution wow wow yeah that's powerful because one of the things that uh came to my mind and of course i see things through the lens of 
uh, self-development first, and then I go to the actual thing after. So mm -hmm. the one thing I've been thinking about, it just as I talk to everybody else, and, and this time of the year, right, the, the top of the year, if you, if you have something written on your vision board or your goal list, but you have not read a book or listened to a book on that topic in the last four to six weeks, you're not serious about achieving that goal. Mm. You, you have to be so sharp in being able to take in new information and upgrade your learning and continue to work on yourself so that you can put out new information that's just refreshing. That's the one thing that that I'm focused on. And even if you, you know, you notice in the intro how I set up the dialogue and I said, you know, I'm really focused on how I can utilize and leverage AI without a doubt, because I mean, you'd be silly not to with the speed of how quickly that thing is, is able to spit out information and ideas to you. But how can you make it feel as though it's a one of one? Because what you don't want to do is fall into the sea of sameness, as they would say, because you're using generic information to create your content. So having that, that, that skill set or just being able to stay sharp and creative enough to utilize the information, but also add your spin on it so that you can put out things and, and put out content at such a, a faster rate, I think is going to be a huge competitive advantage. So uh, we talked about, I think, uh, a couple of weeks ago when I said, you know, management, marketing, and of course, bouncing into the world of AI are some things that I'm focused on. You mentioned design and how that can also be a, a way to make some people stick out online or, or something that's important to include in their social media strategy. What, what are some ways that somebody can, cause it's funny, I put that on my, on my kind of note where I said, I want to do what is generally accepted, but I also want to find some opportunities for me to innovate and just do something that is a little bit off the wall where it's like, wait, I haven't seen this before and I don't know if I like it, but it's that song that you just hear on the radio for the first time and it keeps coming up and then you start to say, all right, I kind of, I kind of feel this a little bit. So I'm wondering, do you have some, some tips or some tricks that you really consider when you think about pushing the emblem from a design and creative standpoint? Yeah, I, I think trial and error is always the thing, right? Um, you're going, you're going to instantly think of something that you're going to doubt. Like when you start executing it, you're like in your head, yo fire. Okay. I can add all these different things. And then when you're about to do it, you're like, ah, no, this looks dumb. Or, ah, I don't think I need to do this. Ah, I don't know if I can do this. Right. Um, and then really, it is just a matter of, okay, the pure thought of, yo, I like this or I could try this out. That's what you're supposed to be doing. Of course, the doubt's going to hit you. So you got to kind of push through that and allow data to say if it works or not. Allow the audience to say if it works or not. Not necessarily your feelings. Right, because we've probably stopped ourselves from creating things that could have been amazing, but we're like, ah, maybe next time, maybe we'll do this. You know what? Let's just stay safe. And this is why 
you want to research the foundation, but don't get so engulfed in it, right? That's why it's always good to look outside of your your field and your market. I barely uh, look at other people who are creating content like me from a tip standpoint, uh, you know, updates, that whole nine, branding. I don't, I don't really look at other people's content because I can get really engulfed in like, okay, this is, this is what has to, to work. This is what's going to happen, you know? And so I kind of look at it as, all right, let me just think outside of the box, learn the expertise, learn the brand, learn what I'm supposed to do. But from a content standpoint, learn from outside the box once you really get the uh, foundation of it and feel free to try things. Social media, what I love about it and when we're creating content is that if it's not good, we forget about it in a day or two, right? Um, to where maybe it's burnt in our mind. Oh my God, this sucked. This is horrible. Don't why did I create these? But no one else is thinking about that. No, no one's like, oh my God, why did you create it? It's horrible. Two days later, oh my God, I remember what he or she or they created. It's like, why? No, no one, no one cares, right? So. You, you want to do a trial and error. Every single time you have a new idea, you want to try something new. There's nothing wrong with it. Add it to it. It's, it's adding a different ingredient and seeing if you're getting a, mm, I like that. Yeah. Or, uh. okay. You know, like <laughs> you're, you're going to get one or the other, right? But it's not going to be this big announcement of yo this set this is horrible no you're not gonna get that mm. yeah i you know as as i feel i feel to some extent you you want to criticism is a sign of success yeah i feel i feel when you break through the noise that you've gone through or let's say you've gone beyond just the people who love and like everything you put out I think that's that's a phase of a brand, right? They they buy everything you put out. They love everything you say. Uh, you sneeze and you're like, wow, that was deep. I can't believe you sneezed the way you just sneezed. My goodness. What a sneeze. Like that is, <laughs> all right. And so it's like, at some point, you're going to start getting to a wide enough net that people are saying, I don't agree with you. Right. I don't like, I don't like that video or I don't like your stance on what you're saying here. Right. And in a lot of ways, that's important, right? It's it's saying, okay, you're you're starting to really reach a wider base of people. So how how are how are you dealing with criticism? I mean, I I know at you know just having grown the brand to where it's at now, there was a time you were you were responding to criticism. I remember that you were oh, yeah. going back and forth. I'm petty. You was doing a little clap I'm back. I'm absolutely in the petty. Yes, <laughs> you was I'm absolutely you was petty. Doing a little clap back in the comments. I still do. That still. Yeah, no, no, no. I, oh, wow. I still do. Um, in a more, let's say, strategic way, right? That'll make you think. I'm not out here going and being like, no, nah, you're wrong. Da -da 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 -da, right? 
I go, okay, I can appreciate your opinion. Um, however, comma. Now, go in a little bit. It depends on what it is. Yes, I absolutely still do because I am still an emotional person and I will respond if I feel like you are super over the top. Now, is that something I have to work on? Probably. But it hasn't gotten too crazy to where it takes up my time. Like, when I do that, I have time. You know what I mean? I, ha I have nothing but time <laughs> on, on that step. Others, I'm like, I'm either deleting it, that whole nine. Like, if it's if it's pointless, it's pointless. But uh, if I got time, trust so, me, I got time. Eric said, standing out amongst all the noise is our biggest concern. It's almost a pay-to-play now, so if you can't compete, in the spend, how can you be hurt? Mm. Your thoughts on that? I like that. So, uh, yeah, let's 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 talk about it. Let me add let me add that right here uh, for people who don't know what it is. So, um, so yes and no. All right. Um, we are on platforms that are free, and for them to get money. It, it is ads, right? So it is a hit or miss as far as what's going to work and what's going to not, right? You really have to pay attention to the game of the platform, understanding their features, understanding the tips and tricks and that whole nine to truly do good on an organic standpoint. Now, yes, a pay-to-play in order to give your profile, your content, a little boost to get that brand awareness up. And then once you get that boost, do you have enough content to keep them? Do you have enough consistency for them to, to stay and for them to continue to share some of the stuff that you have, right? It's not just pay to play and that's it, right? It is pay to play to get the awareness, to be able to keep them, to be then able to create content that is going to allow them to share it so that they can naturally create the brand awareness for you, right? So it's 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 more strategic when we are doing the pay-to-play situation. But if you have time and you have patience, you could still go the organic route. You just have to have patience and not think that it's going to work in three to six months. If you could already have that mentality that this is not going to work three to six months, something is going to spike within between those times or a little bit after, right? Because nine out of 10 times, we still have to figure our t figure out our tone. Nine out of 10 times, we still have to figure out our style. Nine out of 10 times, we still have to figure out our consistency schedule, right? Nine out of 10 times, we have to figure out if trends are working for us or not. So when we think about, you know, when is this going to work? Can you honestly say, yo, I've given everything that I can and this is not working? Nine out of 10 times, you can't. You can't. So Man. either you put more work and have more patience or... You become strategic with the pay to play and bring and use that for your advantage from a brand awareness standpoint. And then 
create the organic content that's going to keep them. Wow. That's fire. Is, uh, is, is the idea that you only have to run ads when you're selling something? Cause you know what? I think that sometimes when, at least this is my, my reaction to it. When I study my ho- my own behavioral tendency in a sense, when I come across an ad that has no call to action, my immediate response is, this is a little fishy. Hmm. Now, what, you know, like, I, I just want to look into it. I'm, or better yet, let me not say this is a little fishy. I think my, my response is, what's the catch? Right. And so I guess the question is, and is it, is it okay to run, or is there a specific way to run ads to gain that brand awareness, even if you're not selling a product or a service at the end of that? Yeah, so there are brand awareness campaigns, right? That is um, more for just that, not necessarily selling anything, but to get your content to more eyes, to get your posts or your profile out there that if this was a couple of years ago, you know, what it should be doing on an organic standpoint. Now this is kind of, you know, helping push through the crowd here, check me out, but it does depend on our body of work of what we already have to see if people are gonna rock with it or not. So there are brand awareness campaigns that is just solely for here's my brand, here's my content, here's my profile. You know, I've seen uh, a few that's like, yo, that you'll see it and then it's like, yo, follow the the page, right? Not taking you to a website, not anything like that. Um, and some people, for some people it works, for some people it doesn't, right? Some people are concentrating on, okay, what are my conversions? Can I get uh, more emails? Can I get you know, um, more leads? Can I get more, uh, you know, conversions from a standpoint of, can I sell something? So, you know, there's different reasons. And if you go into your, especially if you go into Facebook ad manager, it will literally tell you all the different types of campaigns that you can run. And normally people go straight to conversion when really it's not, it's not, it's not that you really just want more views. You really want more people. You really want more reach you. So it it depends on the purpose of it, but I do believe you can run ads without necessarily, uh, selling anything because it'll set you up for an audience that you can then retarget. Right. And then, uh, sell to them later because they've already reacted to the ads that you have out. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's a that's a good way to to think about it. Uh, let me ask you, what's the what's the status of reacting to other people's content in 2023? Is that is that still and and I'm talking specifically the ones for Instagram. You know, like the the videos where you can put someone's content on one side and then you're just literally like, oh, that's still that's still it. That's still it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's definitely still it. Um, just because it brings, it, you already see something that's working, especially do do it with a video that's already working, right? It's showing people 
that you approve of this or your reaction to it. We love reaction videos. That's its kind of version of it. So uh, yeah, that's still working. <laughs>